Monday, December 14th. Welcome to our World Room Sports Talk Camera Calling, the great Zach Rothenberger on with us. And, you know, it's, it's, it's the first time, Zach, in a minute we've done a little, little duo show. We had a full slate of trio uh, last week, right? Yeah, we have, we've had some uh, some great guests on. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a while. So we got a little one-on-one action here tonight. It's fun. Yeah, just me and you. Hey, sorry, I feel like we can, we can always rock that with, like, the football recaps. Oh yeah, that's our that's our bread and butter, as they say, right? Yeah, I know, right? It's funny too because I was doing all the you know production stuff this morning. And I was looking at it, and normally with all this COVID stuff, excuse me, there's been like a, a Tuesday game, uh, two Monday night games, uh, you know, like, and, and I was like, wow, we have a lot of games to go over today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's a it's, it's a little sense of normalcy. I kind of like the Tuesday games, not because of why they got there on Tuesday, but it was nice having. Yeah, you know, it, was, it gives us something to talk about too. I feel like you know what I mean. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, oh, like yeah. Tuesday, you know, a little Tuesday football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all right, but we had a lot of games. We had a lot of games this uh, this Sunday, and then obviously the Thursday night game was pretty eventful too. Um, so we'll do all those recaps, and then obviously we got a little Mojo Monday, um, and we'll talk a little bit about the Monday night game tonight, which is also going to be a really good game. I feel like right. Oh, I think so. This is a big game. Big game. Uh, Browns trying to prove themselves and the Ravens trying to reestablish who they are, you know, in the NFL. That plus three spread, like, uh, it's so vexing. It's definitely tricky, that's for sure. We got the picks out today, so we have... uh, Oh, yeah, we got to get that link out for everybody. Yeah, we got got the three picks lined up, but uh, it it was tough to choose, I will say. It was very tough. Very tough to pick this one. Yeah, well, you know what? This might pay the big bucks to do this on the show. <laughs> That's right, right? You know, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you, to that point, should we get everything started with a little clickbait cleanup like we always do? Let's do it. All right. Um, all right. Want to go first? Yeah, yeah let's get let's get it yeah. done. I mean, <clears throat> so we know the NBA is uh, starting up officially next week. Uh, they're doing the, you know some preseason and exhibition games right now. So naturally, the NBA clickbait is going to start to heat up. So via Tim Bonpemps, an NBA who, you know, an NBA scout, um, yeah, an NBA scout was asked who they think the best player in the NBA is. And he said, I said, I'd say LeBron, but I'll tell you what, that guy in Dallas coming, that dude is going to win multiple MVPs. (laughs) First off, he was asked who's the best player now, not who will be. And even then, there's still at least probably eight players, I would say, above Luka Doncic. No offense to him because he's a good player, but he's young. He's early on. Like So many things can happen. That's such quick bait. That's exactly what it is. Right. And, of course, it was yeah, the, LeBron was the cover, so naturally, you know. But NBA uh, quick bait's heating up, long story short. And now it's the whole debate of who's the best player. Ooh, that's every a hot stove always, too. Yeah, that every year. They're cooking. Oh, yeah. Don't eat it. Um, all right, well, so at that point, I'll, why don't I, I'll push it up into the more, uh, you know, the, the sport going on right now, big time. Mm-hmm. Uh, football, yeah, I don't know. Obviously, it's funny we're talking about Monday night, you know, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens and stuff, and, and here we are with a little clickbait from uh, WIP with uh, mentioning that the, you know, the little spark of Jalen Hurts for the Eagles is, it has a chat to it, I love it. We have the chat cooking a little bit early. Um, Jalen Hurts is basically what Lamar Jackson could have been you know, that shot in the arm, if you will, a few years ago for, for Baltimore when they made this switch up. It's it's not it's not the same thing. There's so many just different wrinkles, right, to that? Yeah. Oh, I would say so. I mean, one player, you know, just because it was it's one game, first off. It's just one game. All right, there's still a lot left to see. He played he had a great game. Just one game though. So pump the brakes yeah. on the Lamar Jackson that's, talking. That's Plus, what has Lamar Jackson done besides MVP? And the Saints didn't play well at all. I feel like that was more the takeaway for, for me personally. Yeah, no. All right, we're going we're gonna, to to that point. Do you want to just jump into it? I mean, there was a lot. I mean, there's all sorts of fun stuff with these recaps. I mean, right? Look, you had like, it's funny. I worked down here. You had like a lot of, a lot of revenge games yesterday. Yeah. You had Andy Dalton going back and playing against Cincy. You had Alex Smith going home to play the 49ers. Two interesting things, too, to that point, right? Like, these weren't expected. Right, like when the season was released, like Dwayne Haskins was supposed to be the starter, mm-hmm. and then it was supposed to be Kyle Allen after him, right? And then and then Andy Dalton for it wasn't supposed to be playing. Obviously, Dak Prescott was, and and the way I look at it is, you know, it's you got Malcolm Jenkins going to Philadelphia, you got you got Jamal Adams playing the Jets, and it was all sorts of there was all sorts of good games. Um, and I look, I look, we got the chat cooking tonight, um, which I love. So let's let's jump into this Eagles game, right? Let's. Um, I'm trying to make sure. Let me see if this chat's loaded up here. Oh, well, hold on. let's get that up for it. There we go. So look at this. I have to do a little, a little clean up on the production, right? There's always, I'm always going to bobble something. 
I love it. It's almost hey, a it's game. Monday. Like, What's that? It's Monday. It is. It's always the Monday. But you know, we did a good job. We didn't start like at like seven fifteen. Like I normally have us off and running. There we go. Um, all right, but to that point, let's jump into that Eagles game and scenes, right? Uh, so, I guess that's my starting question. Let's look at the chat. Um, right, you know, we got you know Rick saying that the Eagles shouldn't have won yesterday, um, and you know, and, and like I little run to you. Hey, it's one game against the best team in the league. Hey, you'll take it, right? Hey, I think that's that's you know that's you can only beat. The teams in front of you, and he's want to know as their starters. So I think there's something to be said about that, right? I don't, I don't know if there's enough time, right? If we want to dive into the whole playoff dialogue, um, right? I don't know, you know, how optimistic I feel about their chances. But at the same point, right, you have to feel good, right? If he's a second round pick, like if it works, it works. I don't know about the whole idea that he's Lamar Jackson, but at the same point, also, I mean, Lamar Jackson's got. To, I mean, this is all my point tonight. He's got to start winning. He's got to win a playoff game this year. He's got to prove himself. Oh yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like. He's he's good at being the Ladinian Tomlinson Chargers of like you're really good in the regular season, but like mm-hmm. then what? It's like you kind of get caught your pants down every year in the playoffs. So I, I still want to see what he can do. Um, but all right, let's get back to this Eagles game, right? All right, was this game more about the Saints losing or the Eagles winning? I think it's about the Eagles winning personally because you know obviously the big quarterback change, all the drama, quarterback controversy. You know, the head coach is 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 Peterson. You know, his job on the line, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and Jalen Hurts goes in, and it wasn't even just about the way he played. <clears throat> we held this a little bit last week, but the whole team, the defense woke up. The defense played probably its best game of the year against a very talented yeah. offense, obviously. So to me, that speaks more about the leadership that Wentz didn't have, not to you know harp on the Wentz, you know, bashing Wentz train, but Hurts came in, and it was like a facelift to the whole team, not just the offense. And you, you add his extra mobility and some of that playmaking um, ability as well. And it's just, it did a lot for the team. I think the team just rallied around him and they're buying into him. I mean, I mean, it's only one game, so let's not get too excited, but he, he won against one of the best teams in the league. Supposedly. Right. So there's, I think there's a few takeaways. So the first thing I, this stat always blows my mind to that Doug Peterson, his record as with, with the Eagles as head coach with a backup quarterback starting is 11 and three. That's pretty remarkable. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Wow. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty wild. I'm pretty sure it's 35 and 33 with Carson Wentz. So, I mean, that's just, that's an interesting stat to me, but anyway, um, not, not that I'm like suggesting anything. I'm just saying it's interesting. All right. But to that point, I think in, in, in going kind of with Brian was saying in the chat, I mean, look, like, first of all, it's, you can't, it's not a fluke to beat the saints, but this, this makes the race tighten up. Gets interesting now. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like no offense. Right. Obviously the giants with a tough game, we talked about this, right. We're going to get to that. I should have cut that highlight of how I, try to forecast what's going to happen for you. Yeah. Um, but I think right, what's interesting about the Eagles, and this is what I wrote down, look at their schedule, right, mm-hmm. at the Cardinals. So for anyone that wants to actually sit here and do, like, the whole, like, are they real, right? Like, if we want to, like, have that barometer, going across out west to play a hungry, desperate Cardinals team that has been a little, eh, you know, it is lost. Um, I think did they lose the last? Yeah, they definitely lost the last home game. Um, I believe, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. lost the Rams. That's who it was. Sorry, it was it was escaping me. And right, so like they know they got to win that game at home. The Eagles need to win, obviously, that game to stay alive. Then they have the Dallas Cowboys, who also need to win, and we'll get to them a little bit later in the show with their win against Cincinnati. And then they play Washington, who's right now in the in the driver's seat, but they can obviously do a big, you know, if, if it gets that point, they win those next two games, and all of a sudden that's a huge game, right? And they might be playing for the division, so. There's so many layers, I think, right, to, to, to the scheme. Um, I do wonder if the Saints were looking ahead a bit, right? You're playing the Chiefs at home next, you know, next week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, I, and I'm not trying to sound like every talk show. They need Drew Brees back, I think, right? I was just thinking the same thing. Taysom Hill is definitely not Drew Brees. I think he his he, his athleticism and how elusive he is in the pocket and his ability to you know create plays is good, but he doesn't have the accuracy on the deep the deep throws that that breeze has and that's plain and simple i mean he missed emmanuel sanders in the end zone um yesterday and that should have been a touchdown fairly true breeze makes that throw Taysom hill missed it by a couple yards so they need him bad long story short absolutely yeah and i don't know when, if they're gonna get him back i mean i think that's you know yeah i mean punctured long and uh, 11 <laughs> fractured ribs that's gonna take a while yeah no um no for sure and, and looking real quick at the saints record so they play the chiefs then they have the Vikings, uh, and then they have the Panthers. So um, two of those three are home. The first two, the next two are at home, and then they play at the Panthers. So I, I think, right, the takeaway for them, and I'm not trying to be like, hey, 
But no, I think right, what's big for them is now they slip out of that one seed. And I don't know how good that, like, right, do you like them matching up against someone like the Cardinals in the first round if Taysom Hill starting? Like, no. No, not at no. all. No. So, right, especially when there's no fans in the Superdome. So they, they, I don't know, they really, them losing that bye, I think, hurts them a lot. I completely agree. They need that bye so they can give a week for Drew if they if Drew Brees is still out so he can rest and doesn't hurt them from playing you know where they're playing a game to potentially lose so and I think Iris uh, the Keyblade Masters or sorry no always your number one fan has a really good point too the Eagles won that game with a lot of injuries right it wasn't just the quarterback change um, right I mean they've made some obviously every type of switch on you know with their offensive line this entire year. Um, they've been injured on the defensive side of the ball, right? So, I mean, you know, Darius Slay was out. So, they, they definitely stepped up to the plate and, and delivered here, you know. So, I, I think and, – and it's an easy game to give up on, right, with no fans in the stands and stuff. So, I mean, they came off to a good start. They had a lot of pep in their step, a little spark, and they looked better. Yeah, no, I'd say – so, the whole team just looked different, totally different. The defense, the way they played, looked like a top 12 defense in the NFL, which we haven't seen all year from them, and their offense – there was a spark, you know. Um, I mean, Jalen Hurts ran for over 100 yards. <laughs> and, and what's the last time they had a, a quarterback run for over 100 yards? Yeah, maybe Mike Vick. I don't know, but well, and, and here's the thing. Let's let's spin it over because you're talking about good defenses. This is not me trying to, you know, give you bad news and stuff. But oh, I know where you're what, going. What happened? Here's what the happened? problem. Yeah, the the problem we're we're talking about the Cardinals and the Giants game mm-hmm. <clears throat> is you know. I really appreciate, the, like, you know, when you call it bravery or just toughness to want to play when you're hurt, okay? But you could blatantly tell early in the game that Daniel Jones was not even remotely, like, 70% healthy, in my opinion. This is not an excuse. It's more just as a game plan perspective. I don't know why they had him in the game. It was pretty clear. Like, scrambling with Daniel Jones is part of the game and part of the offensive game plan and, and part of their play call, play calling. He couldn't do any of that. He didn't rush for any yards. So, like, he's not the Ben Roethlisberger that can step back there on one leg and just kind of, you know, just pick a defense no, apart. No, and, and his decision making went back to the Daniel Jones of five weeks ago where he was, he just didn't look comfortable. You know, he was careless with the ball. Yeah, Son Riddick had five sacks. Five sacks. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, kudos to him, but Daniel Jones was, had no mobility. And I, it's beyond me that they didn't have Colt McCoy in at least for the second half of the game because at that point in time, a Cole McCoy gives you a better chance to win than a sixty or seventy percent Daniel Jones in my opinion. Yeah, and a twenty six seven loss or yeah, twenty six seven loss, not you know what, what you said. But we talked about this. I said you were, it was gonna be a not so inspiring, yeah. kind of a bad loss. Yeah, I mean, we also it's also fair after going across the country and winning a game like that. Right. Sure. If I just told you that you're going to split between Arizona and Seattle, would you would you take that? Absolutely. Yeah, you take that every day. I mean now, yeah. Now here's the problem. You gotta yeah, no, we got we, the schedule. There's, no there's no more mulligans. This is it. The worst we can finish. I mean, I think we get seven, seven and nine. I think could take the division. Honestly, I think like I think Washington. I I think their offense is going to hold them back. Their defense won them that game blatantly yesterday. Their offense wasn't doing anything. So, I think the Washington t- football team is there for the taking, but. If the Giants are going to win the division, they got to take care of the business themselves. You know, um, having that tiebreaker is big. But and let's let's talk about Washington real quick. I'm not trying to be the I told you so guy. You know that. Well, you I've been championing this this thought about how good their defense is and how all their offense needs to do is just be all right and and they're good to go. And they did that without Gibson, right? I mean, they're not bad. They're not <laughs> a bad team. No, they're not. So, so I, all right, before we jump in, because I also want to give the Cardinals some some respect real quick, actually. Let me just dip into that. I mean, that's a big win for them. I mean, right, to go out there and, and across country and win when everything wasn't really going right and all the question marks with them. They And their schedule gets interesting because they host the Eagles, like we just talked about. Then they host the Niners, who's, I mean, technically, I guess, there anyway, and then at the Rams. So, you know, it's all right in front of them, too. And the Vikings lost yesterday, so that helps them a lot. Yeah, for sure. Now the um, Cardinals absolutely, you know, they took advantage of Dan Jones being hurt, and their defense shined. Obviously, yeah. The, uh, there was a stat I forget. There's a certain statistic that shows like the no- certain number of separate, like how much separation you get from a cornerback from if you're a wide receiver. I forget the exact metric, 
but all four of the Giants wide receivers were way below average yesterday. So that says a lot about the secondary and their coverage on the receivers yesterday. They, they, they played a great game, and they came in. They needed to win. And if you look at the trends, that's kind of how this game was going to play out. The Giants were coming in winning four in a row. Cal- or Cardinals lost four or five. The Cardinals are way too talented to lose five of six. You know, of course I wanted the Giants to win, obviously, but – I was I did not have a good feeling this Sunday. Long story short, no, it was like the perfect storm. You guys are feeling really good about yourselves. You guys have been riding high. That they need a win. They're starving, and yeah, I mean, I think it's a big win for them. Now, looking at Washington real quick. See, here's the thing. All right, look at their schedule. So they play Seattle at home. They sh- that's probably the most losable quote. I don't know if that's really the right word to use, but right that game Down on their day. schedule. Yeah. Then they play. The, then they play Carolina. That's that's not good. And they're at Philly, which is an interesting game because you don't really know what's going to be on the line. It would be interesting if the Eagles win their next two games. Right, I feel like you're actually, in a weird way, you're rooting for the Eagles to win their next two games. Why? Well, so, so they have something to play for? Week yeah, 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 because right, like you're, they're not really in your way. You're mm-hmm. still a half game up on them. You're going to have to win out if you want to make the playoffs. Yeah, right at there. the end of the day, like I said, I think 7-9 and nine, would be a, would we would get us in personally? I really do. I feel like the Panthers, they're like a sneaky team that sometimes plays really well, and I feel like they could show up on a game against Washington. I don't know. Um, and here's the yeah. I mean, Ozzy, you can hear him barking. He knows. Yeah, right. he knows it's up. Um, which it's so funny when you're reading. I had no idea what you were doing before the show. I dude, let him bark. We love him. Yeah. Um, he's the, he's the official mascot of the, of the of the show. All right, but looking real quick, I saw the playoff graphic pulled up here, and this one doesn't really do a great job like tipping the the hand of the East, but it's obviously just for the general seating and whatnot. Um, so you're saying seven wins can win the division? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I think you're gonna need eight, dude. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I, I don't be, think Washington's going to win two of those three. I mean, I don't know. They could. I don't. Maybe. I think they're, they're going to come down. They're going to come down soon. Well, they're so deep. here's the thing. Here, all right. So here's the biggest question: Is Dwayne Haskins playing? Because that's what I have my notes. That's the question, right? Yeah, I mean, if Dwayne Haskins plays, then if, if, if I think well, if he just plays, they'll probably lose all three games. That's what I'm saying. They'll lose all three, 100. Okay, I don't know about that. I mean, I can't. All right, I can't. We're joking. Is that sense? I would say. You lose to Seattle, you beat Carolina, Phillies, and toss up would be like just if I had a gun to my head, right? With them. Yeah. So that, but here's the thing I'm not sure if that guy, like we keep saying, like, oh, you just got one out. You got the Browns, who are nine and three. Then the Ravens. They're good. They're a good football team, apparently, right? Then they got, and, and not to mention, then they play the Ravens, who yeah. for tonight, which is mm-hmm. the team you got next on the road. And that Dallas. So if you can somehow escape these next two games, and yeah, you got a shot. Yeah. So you think you have one more loss in the budget? I mean, ideal in a perfect world, no. But I just, I just don't. Tr- I don't think the Redskins are a team that can that that will put up that'll win out or put up eight wins. I, I could honestly see them losing to Seattle. I could see them losing to Carolina. They got no, dude. They suck. But dude, they're like they sneaky. suck. No, come on. That was seriously my lock of the day yesterday. They couldn't even beat the Broncos, who really had nothing to play for. Back to back road games for them. They just lost it on primetime. Gave the Chiefs everything they could handle. Look, I'm even drinking their cup right now. Look at that. See. But here's the thing: all the all Washington has, with all due respect, to Alex Smith. I think he's phenomenal. Best story defense? in football. All they have is their defense. Antonio Gibson's a good running saying, back. Like, all sure. that guy's job does, it doesn't pay much, but he's got amazing benefits. It's like, well, that's important. Like, it's, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I, I, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I think when you, when you almost, if, if everyone in the NFC East had like a garage sale and like everyone has their table and they're setting everything out on their driveway, like with what they're selling for the, for the people to come by, I think Washington's defense, when they put that on the table, that's the best product that you could buy at the NFC East yard sale. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's that's got the most value in it, and I think it's the like for me. I even say this: if you said like, all right, well, who would you not want to see? I'd probably start with Washington because I'd say I don't want to play their defense, right? But they they had a really good pass rush. I, I don't know. I mean, there's there's so yeah, many. It, it's understandable. It's scary. Their front, their front, their defensive line is scary. You know, I know. But yeah. I'm saying they don't have anything like like I said, Antonio Gibson. Is a solid running back, but besides that, on offense, and with all due respect to Alex Smith, there's nothing super explosive there. So you gotta be able to score. 
Yeah, I mean, by the way, is Ron Rivera in the, in the talk for Coach of the Year, possibly? I think he's definitely a candidate. I think so. I think yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I mean, with all the offseason, you know, craziness and then the start, they didn't start well, obviously. Yeah, they lose two quarterbacks and then, you know, Alex Smith comes in and they're six and seven, man. It's not like they're, you know, they're six and seven. They're almost 500. So, yeah. And they were a team so, that like, wasn't even in conversation in the NFC East for several years. So, can I say I hate dry skin, by the way. Oh, uh, yeah. I hate it. Winter time. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I put, it put on my hands. I need to like do my neck and stuff. I hate it. <laughs> um, but, you know, you're right. And I think that's uh, it's tough because if Gibson can run free, it's a problem. Yeah. If you're the other team, obviously, it's a problem. Absolutely. He's a good know, we'll see. running back, too. These next few weeks, I mean, obviously there's only three weeks left to go in the regular season, but it's like, dude, a lot's going to come out of this. I, I Obviously, but it, you know what I mean? There's like, these games are rich games. You know what I mean? It's like, you're not playing like at like New Orleans or it's like, oh, well, like, you know, it's, that's a tough game, right? Like, it's like, okay, like these are games you got to win. Like no one knows each other. You're feeling each other out. Like both, like obviously Cleveland has some holes. They might lose, but the problem is they lose tonight. Then it's like, oh man, like, are they really going to lose again? Like, I know that's, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, in a way. I, I do think Baltimore wins tonight, but in a way, I almost want Cleveland to win, so that way they're not, like, angry. And then Baltimore, Baltimore has their get-right game the following week. <clears throat> yeah, right. That, and to me, as a Giants fan, that, that would be the ideal situation. The Browns are a very steady team, but they can be beat. So, you know. Also, speaking of the AFC North, let's talk about a team that certainly can be beat. Uh, we talked about Dallas beating them themselves, the Bengals. Uh, they suck. <laughs> Do they suck? That's just a franchise. I don't know what that's just. There's just such a dark cloud over that, that France, franchise. It's like the it's that ominous sky that I feel like is always over it. Like when they're playing at home, it's that that's kind of in a nutshell. I feel like. I mean, just look at this play again. Good God, uh, is Zach Taylor getting fired after this year? You know, I, I asked myself that question this morning when I was watching highlights, and uh, something tells me no. And that's only because of Joe Burrow, and they won a second year, and he didn't get a full season. Yeah, they'll do one more. Unless Joe Burrow wants him gone, then. Right. It, it, unless, yeah, exactly. Unless Burrow, like, didn't like something or, or whatever. Yeah, I agree. So, or, you know, yeah, it's doesn't look good, but I, I, I think he's going to be around. And then, I, I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm like, yeah, Dallas is in it. Let me read their schedule out. I mean, right, they, they play the Niners, then they play the Eagles, then they play at you guys. They're the team where they probably have the most control, if you will, right? Like, plus, well, I'm trying to think. They, uh, uh, no, they lost both times. They lost both times to Washington. Yeah, so okay. they're. I think they're pretty much toast. Oh uh, uh, yeah, they're pretty much done. And, and they, all right, so they got to win out. Losing, I don't see us losing to them week 17 personally, but you know, you never know. So you no, never and, know. and lucky for you, they'll have probably nothing to play for at that point. That's what I'm thinking, you know. Yeah. Now, all right, to that point, is there any I mean, other takeaways from that one? That's that 37 beatdown? I think the takeaways are that the Bengals are just giving up and basically just hoping for another hit on draft day. And uh, that's all I can really say about it because the Cowboys didn't even have the sexiest line. Their defense looked good, but the Bengals' offense is just that bad. So, so bad. That's one of those games It was just like brutal. And you don't revenge game. Going back to Cincinnati, you get the dub. Yeah, yeah. Hey, show, they showed him some love, so that's cool. Yeah, I got trust. Cook it. Heads up, trust. There we go. You want to do any betting with the Giants? We, we, you know, feel yeah. free. We, we, we touched upon that one already, but Zach's, you know, obviously here to oh, take. Always open for Giants. Giants yeah. questions and venting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. I was, I was in purgatory again Sunday. I was, I had to listen. I was listening to the game. On the wrong WFAN, dude. Just text me. I, I was on, I was driving. I, we were, oh. I was down the shore, so I was driving. Okay, I don't mind listening at all, but you know, it was like one of those things where you're like, oh. it's the worst. I feel like it's the worst listening on the radio when you're losing. You feel like you're like suffocating, kind of, because yes. you're like painting a picture in your head about how bad it is. And it's always worse than like whatever it actually is. By the time I got home, there was like six minutes left. I didn't even really even need to bother to watch the rest of it. So yeah, that's that's tough. That is, but. I'll tell you, it's interesting. A team that's been having a tough go, if you will, is the Bears, where they dropped six straight. I mean, good God. Uh, but they, you know, I wouldn't even say it was really I don't know, it was a get-right game for them or whatever, but a good win for them. I'm surprised how how um, they were able to keep Deshaun Watson in check. That 36-7, easily. yeah. They, they, 
they really kicked their ass. <laughs> they they did. I, I was not expecting that. I was expecting maybe a shootout, but <clears throat> and, and Mitch looked good, right? I mean, I'm telling Mitch, you, dude, Nick Foles is not their quarterback. It's Trubisky. Yeah, I, I mean, is uh, I think the answer is C, none of the above for that, right? right? Yeah. I mean, okay, but to that point, that's why actually I wrote down my notes. Like, he played well, but he's probably gone. I don't know. Matt Nagy might be on the hot seat. Like, is it, is it what is what is there any takeaways? Like, right? Like, this to me seems like it's like getting roses after the the, the breakup already happened. It's like I don't know. I think it's too late for that. Yeah, I think the the Bears uh, off season and transactions and storyline is going to be probably. One of the like, and for you, it's, it should be entertaining, especially in, within that division. But it's going to be one of the most entertaining and interesting like storylines this whole offseason, in my opinion. Like, what do they do with Matt Nagy? What are they doing with Trubisky? Foles, you know, um, a lot of question marks. And oh, I love what Mia's seeing in the chat, too. Just could you imagine being the passenger? I can't even imagine. Is there a lot of yelling in the car when, when you're listening to the radio, yeller? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I had uh, I had Ozzy up front, and Nina was in the passenger seat. Uh, Nina probably thought I was a psycho more than she probably already does. So you know, that's all right. Uh, Emily came over and saw the first Packers game with me on uh, the Eagles one, and it was I, I we traumatized her a good bit. I don't. Uh, she was a good sport for hanging in there, but it it's you know we're gonna try again for the Panthers one. So uh, there you go. See that one, I should be able to you know more self control because you know. Obviously, the, the zip code and the history of last year, them losing to the Eagles, that was, you know. Right. You know, that yeah. Adds to the but stress. It doesn't burn. Yeah. It's not as much of a burn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, you know. Um, oh, wow. Oh. So, you have a, yeah, so you have a temper, Zach. Wow. I, told, I mean, you're, it's oh. all right. Any, anyone that's ever watched the Packers game, I think knows I should probably be checked into a psych org. So it's don't worry about it. Well, I'm with you. Hey, Uncle Ricky coming at me. I took I took the Ravens tonight. I'm showing the Ravens love tonight. Oh wow! Ooh, look at that little seat preview. I love it. Yeah. Um. All right. About to real quick. Anything else for the Texans? Any notes on on that game? <clears throat> Not really. Um, I mean, I guess the Bears are still in it for the playoffs, right? Technically, are they still in the wild card chase? So here's the question, right? It's funny. It's a perfect segue, Zach. How am I supposed to sit here and be like, yeah, why not? You know, you're still alive. And then we're like, the Vikings, we're going to turn around and be like, they're six and seven, too. And it's like, nah. <laughs> I look at this. If you ever see the, you know, the Dark Knight Batman reference for our, for our lovely fans. To me, now that the Vikings, this is kind of rolling into them losing yesterday. Um, to me, the way I look at this game coming up, because they play the Bears, I believe, next week in, in Minnesota. It's like that scene in The Dark Knight with the pool stick where he's like, all right, we're going to have tryouts, right? It's like, well, someone's dead after that game. But the reality is neither one of them are probably going to have a good good experience really you know, throughout that entire excursion, right? So that's kind of what I look at with this. I don't think the team's going to make the playoffs. Whoever loses next week, it's over. Whoever wins, okay, you're in it a little bit, right? You're 7-7. Seven and seven. Like you're on life yeah. support. But yeah, like, yeah, life support, exactly. But then, but then all of a sudden, whoever that is, they're also huge Eagles fans next week because you, you really you're chasing the Cardinals. Oh yeah, that's that's the competition right there. It's and the even maybe Washington a little bit, but not really because they're going to win the division if they if they play well. I mean, the only thing I could ah, <clears throat> that would be kind of bad. Uh, I mean, if you want out and they and, and Washington want out, it'd be everyone. You guys might get in. We could possibly get in. Yeah. Yeah. So there's I mean, there's definitely reasons to care. Oh yeah, I, I think adding that extra that extra wild card team, and that's from here on out, right? That wasn't just for this season. Yeah, right. I think that's that makes things a lot more interesting. I I was against it at first, but I think I, I'm think I think I'm liking it now. And and I love what Trust is saying about Devonte on his fantasy team. He uh, he's good. I mean, he's he's. Well, I didn't draft him. It's gonna just haunt me. But you know, hey, it happens. It, it, I'd rather have Saquon than you know not have any points. But that's well, hey, you were you had the second overall pick, right? If you picked Devontae second overall, I mean, people would probably think you reached. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Even though in reality you, you wouldn't have. But. No, but hey, hindsight's always twenty twenty, right? Right. Um. All right, but to that point, let's look real quick at this Vikings Bucks game. I think the general taste, if you missed it, was hey, Dan Bailey missed four field goals. Kirk Cousins, yeah, Kirk Cousins was pissed. Dan Bailey missed. Um. That was that was bad. Uh, Tampa probably didn't really deserve to win the game a whole lot, but they did win the game. They're eight and five, I believe. Right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Eight so, 
you know, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, where does that really leave us? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just one of those games where you you would expect uh, the Patriots to win, or Patriots, and thinking Tom Brady, Jesus, the Buccaneers. Yeah, all right, hey. That's <clears throat> um, a game you expect the Buccaneers to win, especially off of a bye, you know, building that team camaraderie that they were talking about they did, that they didn't really have as much. So there's really nothing to write home about here, I don't think, besides, like you said, Dan Bailey. I was checking out, doing some fantasy, uh, you know, looking at some of the matchups, and I saw he had, like, negative five fantasy points. So that, that's things, talking about fantasy. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I think what's interesting too. You look at Tampa Bay though; they're at Atlanta, um, and then let me take a look at the schedule real quick. It's at Atlanta, at Detroit, and then they're home against Atlanta. So they could technically, I mean, finish off eleven and five. <clears throat> so they're probably stuck. Oh, in, I mean, could they catch the Saints if the Saints lose to Kansas City next week? Yeah, I think they could. Brush over that. I, th- I think if Breeze doesn't come back in the regular season, they absolutely could. It'd be wild. It would. I mean, but hey, nothing would surprise me. So, no. Because the Saints um, are known to taper off towards the end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. You're right. And I mean, and I'll tell you, sticking in the, in the NFC South. Yeah. Let's stick in the NFC South. Uh, Denver with a gritty win. This, we were just talking about, I, I did not expect them to win this game. 32 27. Uh, I think the takeaway, right, is Drew Locke doesn't suck. I mean, I. Maybe the Panthers do. So I'm going to ask you a question. Drew Locke or Daniel Jones? That's such a good <laughs> Not question. to get totally sidetracked here, but no, I'm just no, thinking to myself. Hey, uh, let me think about that. Because it's tough. And while you're thinking, this, this Broncos Your numbers team, make me chew harder on it. I'm not putting you on the spot. I don't know if you do or not. Not off the top of my head. I'm, I'm just going to – I'll just talk about – the eye test, like visually when you sure. watch them play. But while you're thinking, the, the, this Denver team is so confusing to me. Like, I feel like on defense, they have players there, and their defense is never really horrible, but they're not like the best. They're not horrible. And on offense, they have a ton of talent, but they just they have Pat Shermer as their offensive coordinator. It's like, that's my go-to. Well, it always goes back to Pat for you. It does, but I, I, I just don't get it. Hey, it would explain maybe why their, their offense is a bit stagnant. Like, yeah, I mean, you have Melvin Gordon, you know, Philip Lindsay. I don't understand you don't get more out of them, but well, he gets fired after this year. I, I think I, I think I maybe say Drew. Yeah, it's hey, dude, I don't blame you. I don't know, I don't know. I feel like the safer answer would say is Daniel Jones, though. I think, but then he turns the ball over too much for me to actually want him. That's what I'm saying. Like it's. I think they're both – they're kind of the same player, except I think Jones is more elusive and more athletic from, like, a running perspective and just overall athleticism. I think Jones is more athletic. I'm trying to think. But I think Drew Locke throws a much better deep ball. Yeah. More accurate. Yeah. I mean, let's pull up this – let's pull – oh, yeah, let me pull up this clip again. I mean, look, I mean, he just drops this right in there to KJ Hamler. I mean, look at this. Yeah, I mean, Hamler had two catches, and they were both touchdowns. Totally <laughs> yards. Yeah, they're they're good. Uh, not really, but I mean they're <laughs> they're better. Than, I mean they're better than, than what I thought. I thought they were, were going to lay down and die in this game, and I think they're they're playing for Vic Fangio. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much. I mean, and then and then it's kind of I don't really know what, like what, what you think of Carolina. I mean, they didn't have McCaffrey. They're playing uh, against the Packers on Saturday night. Uh, I mean, I don't know. They might just be done. Yeah, this game, both these teams is kind of just like mediocrity written all over it. You know, it's just nothing really super special. But yeah, Panthers, I wouldn't say it was a horrible first year for Matt Rule or anything like that because I think he's got a young team and they're starting, they're building, they're still building culture and just overall, you know, getting used to everything under the new regime. So I think the future is bright there, but it's just one of those years. It was first year, you know? Yeah. Now, what about speaking of mediocrity? Uh, this is always an easy one. Um, same as the game on Saturday night. I always put a couple couple games on Saturday night towards the end of the season, so that's kind of fun that the, the pack will play then. Um, all right, but real quick, let's look at this Tennessee Jacksonville game. Speaking of mediocrity with Jacksonville, the team that's certainly not going anywhere. <laughs> um, I don't know, like what's really a takeaway here? Thirty-one ten, Tennessee wins. Uh, you know, they 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 kind of step closer. And real quick, let's just pull this up for for everybody. Um, this AFC playoff picture. Uh, 
they sit atop at nine and four. Indianapolis is at nine and four as well, but it, it, obviously that's a pretty interesting race. Uh, so we'll, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, this game played out as how it should have in reality. You know, Titans should have blew, blown them out, and they did. <laughs> yeah, and that's just who the Jag, Jags are. And, and and to that point, and that's like it's fine. That's like completely just you know, brushed by these games. But I mean, right, well, it's so quite also there to say. But right to that point, the other team is nine and four, and this was a really impressive win. Uh, the the Colts really took it to the Raiders, winning forty four to twenty seven. Uh, I mean, right, it was really never close. Uh, yeah, that's a yeah. bad loss to the Raiders. I know what's what's going on with them. The Raiders. I, don't know. I saw they fired their defensive coordinator today. Yeah, but like I feel like all like I, I feel like ever since leading up to that Chiefs game, they lose that and now all of a sudden they're just like they're still drunk. Like we talked about it. They they barely beat the Falcons, right? Last week. Yeah. And the Jets, the Jets. They got their ass kicked by barely the beat the oh yeah, the Jets. They they went on the walk off to to Henry Ruggs. So it's like, all right, you lose to the Falcons, you're still hungover. Then you play the Jets, you probably should have lost that game. Like are you in are you still hung over and, and then they get blown out here. It's like, if you're a good team and you want to play the playoffs, the Colts are a good team. Don't get me wrong. But like the, the Raiders should have been much more competitive than they were. It's funny too. I was watching good morning football today and Kyle Brandt had, did you hear what his analogy was about the Raiders? No, it was great. He was basically saying like buying into the Raiders is like kind of like buying into like just going to Vegas and that whole experience in general. Like it seems like it's going to be great. and You're all excited about it. But then after like the second day, like, you want yeah, to go home. You just want ginger ale and crackers. Like you're just you want your just, money back. Yeah, yeah, you're just yeah, exactly. You're just you're broke. You're hungover. You're dehydrated. Like that's it's what it's like being like with the Raiders experience. It's it's kind of true. Right? I was sitting there. I was like, Yo, Zach, if they beat the Chiefs on Sunday night, they're like in it. And then no, literally every like I feel like every you know sports personality for that game had the Raiders like. They could be a AFC championship team, or like they can make a serious run. And now look at them; <laughs> like now they're just a team that's not going to make the playoffs. It's so bad. Let's pull up that playoff graphic again. I want to look at the AFC. I mean, obviously they're outside looking in there. If you're a Raiders fan, you're obviously a huge, huge, huge uh, Browns fan. Uh, yeah. I mean, and that's huge for tiebreaker purposes, right? Um, I believe, I believe, and I could be wrong. I thought I wrote this down. Did I not? I want to say, and I, I this is now I could be guessing. Let me actually pull this up. I thought the Dolphins and Raiders might play each other. Um, Let's check before the season ends, and that'd be huge. Uh, let me pull this up real quick. I think they do. Yeah, I, they do. I, I really week think sixteen. They do. Week sixteen. Wow, so that's huge. That 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 could be a potential. That's the ticket in to the so to here the you game because you're not catching the Colts well, and you're yeah, not no. catching the Browns. So here you go, Karen. Dolphins remain schedule. They're eight and five. They play the Patriots next week, which Patriots are sneaky. One week they're hot, one week they're not. Then they play the Raiders, week 16, which is essentially could be a playoff game for the Raiders right there. Then they put then the Dolphins play the Bills, week 17. Now, if the Bills have the division clinched already, maybe they don't sit, maybe they don't play right. the starters, but I have a, I don't know. It's it's tough. The That's, Dolphins are they're not gonna be able to just, you know waltz down the line here. No, they gotta basically take this one game at a time. Like you can't think, okay, like we can afford a loss. No, you really can't. So that's insane. But the biggest one to me is you gotta beat the Raiders. You yeah, can't lose the Raiders there. So that's huge, and and that's out in Vegas, right? Yep, it's a Saturday night game. Oh, uh, Saturday night. That'd be a fun one. There you go. Yeah. Um, and then let's see. Look, so the Colts had what four interceptions? Did uh, was that was well, that correct? I'm, I'm, let me take a look real quick. Their stat line: uh, two, two interceptions. Derek okay, so, why they, okay, well, I'm just I'm losing it, but no. um, yeah, I mean, I, we'll see. That. The Colts can summon the South. Oh, they absolutely could. Um, let's pull up their schedule really quick. Actually, now that yeah, we're, yeah, we're on the Colts. So the Colts have the Texans next week, which that's a win. It should be a win. Yep. Then they play the Steelers. That might. Be a win. I think that's going to be a close one. Yeah. And then they had the Jags. So I mean, in reality, they should finish. They should finish eleven and five. At worst, I would say. Yeah. And I don't know if Tennessee. Let's see. Not to be the schedule person, but Tennessee plays Detroit. That should be a win. Then the Packers. That'll be very tough. Probably a loss. Then the Texans. 
each team's on the path for 11 and 5. So it's going to come down to a tiebreaker. It's, it's a collision course. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's my, it's my, I'm also looking down at this. It, Seattle it finds themselves in kind of a bizarre spot. They're, they're still in the race for the West. And they, I mean, they absolutely beat the brakes off the Jets yesterday, 40 to 3. Um, it's like all their well. frustration on uh, the other New York team. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, right. Uh, what is there any takeaway from this one? No, I think the Jets are just angry, and I think, or the Seahawks, <laughs> the Jets are definitely angry, but the Seahawks yeah, yeah. are are just angry and they're they're motivated. I mean, they genuinely control their own fate. So they they play Washington this week, then the Rams, then the 49ers. So that's another team that will probably finish eleven and five. They should be Washington. I would I would think should be the 49ers, the Rams is a toss up. They could be twelve and four. Who knows? I think it's 11 5, 12 and four for them. And I'm looking at them, right? So, okay, they are. They're nine and four, and the Rams are nine and four. Okay, so look at their schedule. Yeah, so they're at Washington. So they got to win that game. Uh, oh, yeah. Then they host the Rams. That's going to be a really good game. Uh, and then at San Fran. Mm-hmm. So, ah, man. And then I'm looking at the Rams schedule because we didn't really talk about them. They, I mean, they absolutely. Uh, hammer the, the Patriots. They put the Jets in there at Seattle, obviously, and then they put the Cardinals at home. That's not so, besides the Jets, it's not super easy. No. No, I mean, it's basically, hey, you got one free win, but the other two are going to be really hard. Yeah, and, and the Rams beat both the Seahawks and the Cardinals already. It's it's hard, as we know, it's hard to beat the same team twice. So, yeah, a little bit of that going against them, too. Yeah, I mean, how do you see the NFC West shaking out right now, just for fun, just like, you know, Hypothesizing, Man. if you will, just for fun. I, I I really think I'm gonna roll with the Seahawks. I think I'm gonna roll with the Seahawks. I think the Rams are gonna win. I think they're yeah. gonna hang suit. Yeah, I think they're that good. Yeah, I, you know, I I doubted the Rams all year, and <laughs> it has been backfiring all year. But I don't know. I just feel like the Seahawks have something. They're gonna take that loss to the Giants, and I think something's gonna catapult. Yeah, catapult. You never know. Um, all right, let me ask you this. So, real quick, let's hop back over into the AFC uh, and talk real quick about the Chiefs. So, you know, for starters, congratulations to them. They win. Uh, they win the AFC West, which, you know, it seems like they win every year now. Yeah. Right, uh, right but it was a good win for them, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, Dolphins are not not an easy team, and especially, you know, traveling into Miami. They go Definitely. There. They beat them. It was that, it was a close game. It wasn't a blowout by any means. I think we're seeing a lot of teams are starting to adapt more to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs' offense. But I mean, for the Chiefs, we, I said this last week. The Chiefs aren't blowing teams out anymore for the most part. It's a lot tougher, but they're still winning. So it's all that matters. They're grinding games down. That I mean, that's just a testament to how good Mahomes is. I think. Oh, exactly, exactly, and. Yeah, you're 100 right. Even though he threw three interceptions, which I mean that'll never happen again in his career. I'll say that right now, and I'll bet money on it. <laughs> but three interceptions in one game. Um, yeah, I mean Tyreek Hill, dude, that guy is like the human playmaker. You know, every week I feel like there's a highlight of Tyreek Hill for like 70 yards down the field or oh, 50 yeah. yards. It, it's just insane. Like this. Him and Travis Kelsey, it's scary. It is so scary yeah. paired with Patrick Mahomes. It's That's what scares real. me the most about the Chiefs. How do you stop it? Right. I don't know. I really don't know how you do it because, I mean, Travis Kelsey's already over 1,000 yards receiving. He's a tight end. He was over it like two weeks ago, I think, or a week ago at least. It's just insane. I know it is. And it's interesting, too. And we talked about the Dolphins on, you know, kind of like life support, if you will, not life support, but they're obviously, they're holding on to that last spot, but they're, they're like the, if you watch those videos on when, when a shark attacks, it's like they're, they're the one with little blood leaking out. Yeah. Nah, yeah that's, a good, that's a good analogy, and especially because they're dolphins. But yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Wow. Yeah. No, I mean, Tua's starting to get more and more, I think, um, comfortable in the system, which is what you would expect. So that, that's good for them. Um, I'm not counting the dolphins out just yet, but while we're talking about them, Let's see. They so they. Oh, I already said it. Patriots, Raiders, Bills. It's tough. I mean, it's all in front of them, right there. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, I, I think they can do it, but it's they're going to come out with some scars. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's funny. Speaking of, you know, everything's right in front of them now. The Packers. It's a big takeaway. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, um, give, give, give the Packers some love. They clinched yeah. the division. 
They close the division. Aaron Rodgers is playing like he's the MVP. No questions asked, in my opinion. I know it's all right. Times soak are this, good. Soak this in. You know what, dude? Oh, I did. Take the mic. Take the mic and just just say just just run with it. Well, it's funny. I got the picture pulled up. So you know, Emily's amazing, and like my, my girlfriend getting. You know, she bought scotch for me a, a few weeks ago just because she knows Aaron Rodgers. Her and her mom bought it because you know they know Aaron Rodgers loves it. So Ooh. she'd asked me if I'd, I'd open it. I said I was going to hold on to it until maybe just something special. And then I, like about three weeks ago, it hit me. I was kind of like, no, I'll do it. They win the division. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, Johnny Blue, if they ever win the Super Bowl, that'll come out. But oh, yeah. Um, but yeah. So. But uh, yeah, the the, the Glenn Levitt came out, you know, for nice. the division wins. So, yeah, you know, all right. But that's that nice. that's a cause for celebration. For yeah, sure. yeah. Um, but to that point, right? Yeah, it was a good, great win. Uh, I, it's kind of a game that I, I expect them to usually lose or have trouble with um, in the past. But right, they get the win. Uh, they wrap up the NFC North. There's a lot. I think the big takeaway for me is. Uh, that they hop the scenes to get the the home field advantage inside track, and I'll even pull it up real quick so you can see the NFC graphic again. And they need that, right? So I think right, they've been. I mean, you, well, you know it all too well. Last time the Packers had the one seed, uh, the Giants knocked them out. But but to that point, I will still take my chances. You know, with having having the road run through through the Lambeau Field and in the cold and everything, right? And, I, and this team does seem to have some savviness and some excitement. I mean, real, I, really, I think as I spill over my words, because I, I am excited, obviously. And, and, and you, you just like how Rogers said after the game, you know, he just sat in his locker and took all the, the excitement in and he just was enjoying it. I, and that's really what you're doing as a fan too. I mean, right. These moments don't grow on trees. These moments don't come around every day. Uh, it's exciting to see them play this well. It's exciting for it to be, especially the offensive side, smooth as it is, as been, as, as it has been. The defense is, I mean, dude, it's baseball. They're, 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 our pitching staff's great. Well, it's the other way around, I guess. Our pitching staff's good, but we get enough hits just to, to kind of survive. I mean, but I don't know. We'll see how it goes. And I think the, that's the point that we take away with this team. Can, can you win in January? It's just going to come down to that. Yeah, I mean, it's right. Can you be the best team in the tournament? I, I Obviously, being at home, being on a bye would be huge. Uh and their schedule is interesting, right? You're at home against Carolina. You should win that game. You're home against the Titans on Sunday Night Football. If there's ever uh, a window to lose, that's probably it. But then on the flip side, as long as the Saints lose to the Chiefs and they were to beat Chicago and Carolina, then they still get the one seed. So, I mean, right, that's the takeaway. It's exciting. I mean, obviously, I'm not trying – I, I joked around though. I said this to you before, and this is not me being ungrateful for what they've done so far. Everyone, I think, is saying the same thing though. In, in Title Town, you want you want that ring. You want one with with right with everything going oh, on. I mean, that's the absolutely. Big. We won divisions. It's not. That's not me not being grateful for them, right? It's, but it's about. Yeah, you know, I get that final, the final, the top yeah. of the mountain. Yeah, exactly. So we'll we'll see where we'll see where we end up. But I don't know. That's just my inside take. Uh, the defense needs to get better. Rogers played great. The coaching's been great. Uh, defense lost stupid penalties, but but yeah, the good win on the road. Now now it's about keeping everything in front of them and, and rolling. Yeah, I don't see why they can't do it. Yeah, I hope. <laughs> I mean, what do you think from an outsider's perspective? From an outsider's perspective, your offense is just scary, scary good, <laughs> absolutely scary. Um, Aaron Rodgers is just playing possessed as he usually does. And he's just playing it even more this year. Devontae Adams, you know, just your whole receiving core, the whole, just everything offensive about you guys, Aaron, the running backs, Aaron Jones. Um, it's just scary. The only potential hole I see is you hit, you said is the defense, but it's not bad. Per usual. It's like the life of Packers. Yeah, but, but it's not, it's not a bad defense. It's not a great defense. But ben, bro- not, don't break defense. It's it's a, right. It's heartburn. Yeah. But, but I mean, you have a good defense and a phenomenal offense. That's that's and that's not a shot of the defense. That's just from an outsider. I'd say offense is, is probably the best in the league. Defense, you're probably in the middle of the road, like 15, 14, 13th in the league. Yeah, I th- I think, and I said this the other night, the only team that I think can knock them out of the playoffs is themselves, right? It, I agree. So I think that's the thing you look at with them, but but to that point they've done that before. So it's not, you know, that's certainly off the table. I mean, so I you know, that's why I look at it. No, I, I think I think the Packers are the clear NFC front runner right now, if you ask me. It's yeah, pretty and, obvious. And and I agree with the chat. Obviously it's been fun watching Rogers take it all in this year, and that's why I hope he can he can get a ring on his finger. Oh yeah. He deserves it. I know, I hope so. But but to that point, you know, speaking of deserving, uh 
I I don't know why I'm saying this after they won, but I still think Anthony Lynn deserves to be fired from the Chargers. <laughs> Do you see how bad they played today? I mean, granted, they won that game winning field goal, but good God. Yeah. Yeah, nothing. I think the Falcons and the Chargers are literally like that. The same exact type of team where they have talent, but they just can't win. <laughs> so it just comes down to coaching and the organization, unfortunately. It's so bad. It's funny. I'm, I'm glad I was going to make that the last game, and I forgot to put my notes earlier this morning. Let's let's flip into this because there's no takeaways from that game. It was just a it was a game that was played. Uh, right. <laughs> it yeah, goes down the record books, but. Yeah. The Bills and Steelers, though, that was a really good game that was played. And I know you're excited to do a little home away from home, Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, right. No, that, it's, uh, that was a good game to watch. Uh the Bills prove you know prove themselves, you know that they're a team. They're not just you know just riding through, going through the motions. They're legit. And Josh Allen is playing phenomenal football. Josh Allen, like seeing from when he first came into the league and how his accuracy, especially in the deep ball, was like the biggest concern with him. I mean, he's polished up big time. That you know that that criticism is gone now, and he's just he's playing lights out. And Stefan Diggs, I mean. He's playing better in Buffalo than he did in all of his years in Minnesota. If you ask me, he's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. They they really they really hit hit that trade you know very well. And uh, the Bills are they're catching their stride at the right time. I think they said if the Bills win the AFC East, which they're probably going to, that'll be the first time since like 1995. I think that they won the division, and that's before Josh Allen was even born. That's insane. It's fine. Let's pull up the playoff picture real quick and take a look at it. Dude, they're right there. I mean, it's funny. They don't lose that 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 Hail Mary game against the Cardinals. They're the two seed right now. They're eleven and two. Then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so that's they, one play. I know. Is that crazy? You know what's kind of cool is they they went that game was such a heartbreaker. Then they had a bye week, and then they've just been on the freaking the freight train ever since then. Yeah, yeah, it's unbelievable. It says a lot for 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 um Sean McDermott. And, and to that point, what does this game say about the Steelers? I know, I know. I mean, we talked about with Eric as a Steelers fan last week, and he was concerned about this game. And kind of, I feel like all those things that that you know were red flags for him popped up. They did, they did. I mean, my biggest thing is Ben doesn't hasn't been making the best decisions. Really, I think the defense has been carrying this team. You know, the offense has been good. Don't get me wrong, but I think you're starting to see kind of the wear and tear on on Big Ben as the season progresses. As we know, with his history of of health, you know injuries and all that. I mean, James Conner yesterday, 10 carries for 18 yards. Like, really? You know, like, they couldn't get anything going yesterday on offense. Is it the fantasy owner? Yeah, but I, I had him on my bench, so... That kind of says it all, though. It does, right. Yeah, exactly. It does say it all. Like, James Conner, you think, is an RB1 or 2. Typically, you regular season, he's typically out, out there for you, you know? And as the season progressed, it's just, it's more so the team than it is him. It's just the team that their play calling is just weird right now. Yeah. And they, they rotate in Benny Snell, Jalen Samuels and Anthony McFarland. It's just. And, and let me ask you, do you think Buffalo is real? I mean, I know that's everyone's asking that question today, but it's like, right. Do you think they could beat the chiefs in Arrowhead? Honestly, honestly, man, I really, I think they can. I think they could. I do. I think they could be the chiefs. I, I do too. Their offense is just all right. No, take let me take a step back. Their offense isn't as explosive as, as the Chiefs, but it's not that. It's it's close. It's close. Their offense, I think. I think the Bills' defense is better than Chiefs, and I think the Bills just have something special brewing up there. I don't know. I, what I think they're going to win a playoff game. Wow, one hundred percent. I mean, yeah, no doubt about it. They're oh, at least right. playoff game. But that almost like sets us up here for the game tonight, which is almost a playoff game. I'll even put it up in a, in a betting aspect for you, just so you can see the line. The Ravens and Browns. So tonight, Monday Night Football, the ra- the line spluttered around between three to three and a half for the Ravens, and you know, over under forty five and a half. I, I, it's an interesting game. It really I is. Mean, voice crack there, but you know, oh, it's interesting. That's Monday. why. It's interesting. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah right. It, it it really is. I mean. Before last week, the Ravens had lost three in a row. Three tough games in a row. They lost to the Patriots by six. They lost to the Titans by six in overtime. And they lose by the Steelers to the Steelers by five. And then they, you know, they'd run train on Dallas, which anyone can do. <laughs> but 
Then you, on the other hand, you have the Browns who've won four in a row and they've been kind of having this chip on their shoulder where they, they're constantly trying to prove themselves and they're doing it. But my question is, is it's harder to keep those win streaks alive as we saw with the Giants this week. So it's one of those deals where can they, and the dogs feel the same way. So <laughs> the barking. I don't know if they can keep it up, especially against the Ravens, who's a talented team, you know, but Lamar Jackson needs to step up. I think he will, but we'll see. I think so too. That's my takeaway. This is a game for Baker and Lamar. They both need to shine, at least make it a good game for both of them, right? Um, and then I, I like the under, especially with like 20, 30 mile per hour wins tonight. Yeah. Um, but it's funny that your dog's barking because I was going to say it's actually a perfect little segue into our, our Mojo Monday. That's right. Um, yeah, you got to love that. Uh, so I'll go first because uh, this is how this happened last Monday, but Joe G, got to give him some love. The roommate doing a great job. And I thought it's funny because I was looking for headlines. I couldn't really find anything. There. I was like, you know, no, we got, let's do a little hometown story. You know, we found a dog on the side of the road. It's a cute dog too. Um, found a dog on the side of the road and, you know, cars wasn't buying stuff, pulled over. You know, brought the brought the poor little guy into his car and was able to help find his owner by dropping it off at the local SPCA. So shout out to him and and, and he did follow up and made sure the dog got picked up and everything was good. I will say I thought it was bizarre that like the owner didn't reach out to like thank him. Yeah, I don't understand that either. That's uh it's interesting. Maybe you're just all I don't know, maybe you're just a little it's a little bashful. I don't know, but I just thought that was kind of strange. But hey, that's my that's my because obviously I always have to take on everything. So, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, well, hey, you have to. Uh, but what about you? <clears throat> yeah, so mine's going back with the uh, the football theme. So this weekend, um, Derrick Henry now has four career games with 200 yards rushing, with 200 or more yards rushing and at least two touchdowns. That that breaks his tie with the likes of Barry Sanders, LaDainian Thomason, and Jim Brown. Now – Let's just speak. Derrick Henry is only 26, and he's already had four games of over 200 yards rushing Insane. and two touchdowns in the same game. I mean, that's that's kind of like one of those stats where it's like you have to really pick to get it. It's like one of those like stats, you know, it's not really like there's a lot of things you got to – I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's really complex, I guess, is the word. Right, yeah. But it's like that's super impressive. Over 200 yards and two touchdowns in four games in your career, and he's only 26. He's got many years ahead of him, I'd say. That's unbelievable. I mean, he and, and the thing is, he doesn't slow down. Right? I mean, think about how many times we've all kind of said, like, oh, well, this year he's going to get banged up. He's been hit, taking a lot of hits, took a lot of hits in Alabama. He took a lot of hits. With, like, he just keeps rolling. It's a horse. He's literally like a Clydesdale. When you watch him run, he's just like a freight train, and, and it, God forbid you get in his path. I'm so scared. We play them in two weeks. That's my <laughs> game. I'm like, if we're going to lose a game, it's going to be that one. I think. Yeah, it's like if you can just semi-control Derrick Henry, I feel like you can beat the Titans, you know? But, like, semi-control, meaning, like, he'll run for 100 yards, but just don't just be Give him that yards. and then just let it be that, and that's it. Yeah, just don't – just not 200. Let it be 100. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, that's he, But to your point, man, he's, like, the model of just durability. Oh, it's yeah. Just inc- it's just incredible. Like, last year, like you just said, like, last year – they ramped him up slow, and then all of a sudden he they like gave he was he was their offense at the second half last season. This whole year he's been their offense, and he's still holding up and just doing it week in week out. It's it's extremely impressive. And and, and every time, like I said, you would think at this point, but oh well, he'll burn out before the plow. No, no, and that's why they're leading the the AFC South right now. Yeah, exactly, because their defense is in the middle of the road. Their offense, besides him, is pretty much in the middle of the road. It's just it's literally Derrick Henry. It should be the Tennessee Derrick Henrys. I know, right? It's remarkable. It could be the offensive player of the year in the NFC. Uh, yeah, so easily, easily could. Um, all right, but that point. This is fun. A little Monday show. Let's uh, I'll pull this up for everyone here. So if you want to give us a follow, if you uh, if you miss out on any of the episodes, and you want to check us out on the audio. You're, let's say you're driving. You know, you're traveling for work. You want to download them. Spotify and iTunes have you covered. Uh, you can check us out. Uh, check us out on there for all the latest episodes, and then make sure you follow us on social media: Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit at underscore get sidetracked. And then make sure you visit our website at www.get-sidetracked.com. And uh, and you're saying, speaking of you know holding to 100, let's try to get to 100 followers. We're getting there close. We got 89. So try to follow us uh, or subscribe on Twitch. It's a follow to the left for the heart, to the left with the purple heart. I can't talk. It's this is a Monday. This is what happens on Monday. Uh, or you can subscribe to the right. It's free. We have Amazon Prime. And then it, it's also free just all together. You don't have to have Amazon Prime. It's free to subscribe on YouTube uh, for all the cool stuff and highlights and all sorts of fun stuff with Living Room Sports Talk. And then 
with the holidays around the corner, you want to catch some cool gear. I just got my neck gator today in the mail, Zach. How about that? There you go. Um, yeah, got a little, little, you know, got the neck gator. And if you, hey, yeah, there it is right there. Look at that. Ooh. Um, right. Check us out in the store. Uh, we always love to, you know, love all the cool stuff and send us pictures because we always love to see them. But yeah, this is a lot of fun. Good stuff. A little Monday night action. And uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think, I think the Ravens somehow win. I don't know. I just think so. Yeah, I mean, I think they're due, you know, and I think the Browns are due for a loss, but should be good. And I think there's there's some fantasy fantasy implications, I'm sure, going on all over the oh, world. Yeah, so should be uh, a lot of people are going to be watching this game. Awesome. Yeah. Sorry. Right, so we'll be back on the air tomorrow at our uh, normal time, 7 p.m. Eastern time. But yeah, 